Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are rocking out here on the Ticket Water Cooler because it is Friday. That means the weekend is around the corner, and we're excited about it. We're also excited for the crossover as we bring in Austin uh, instead of Nick because Nick is uh, busy today. Because Nick hates me. And he hates Rico. It's so confirmed. As much as he can get away from me, he tries to. He was like, he was like, you know what? I'd rather go to Kansas City for a bachelor party than do a show with you. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, wow. How offensive. Wow. He said, I would rather go to uh, a bachelor party in Kansas City then go to the Remington Award Dinner with AD because I hate you. Because I'm also He's going. not doing that. He's not. Are you I'm going, going to that. the You're going to the Remington yeah. Award Dinner? AD invited invited me, Nick, and Raf and Nice. Nick was like, oh, "I'm going to be in a bachelor party." And I go, yeah. "I'll go." <laughs> yeah. So, I cool. need to buy a suit jacket and some nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just head over down to your old uh, you know, Red Walmart? Goodwill or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find, look, I'll find something. Yeah. You just got to get work. one that's, uh, work. you know, fits to your size. Yeah. I got to, I have to, I should invest in a really good suit. Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I really just need one. to. Yeah. Just one for now. Yeah, for now. Just nice, what, black, yeah. navy blue, something like that. You know, like once that? in a while know. I'll buy nice clothes and then when I, and then I'll say, yeah, I'm going to wear that for the events. And then the events come up and I'm like, ah, I don't want to wear it for it. <laughs> I just sit in my closet. Yeah, I don't know not. why I buy nice clothes. Chase B and Chase and Don. I mean, yeah, sure. I guess we could do a tip jar, and you guys can just make fun of Nick. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. We're play- <laughs> look, look. I'll let you guys in on a secret right now, and it's not really a secret. Um, we're gonna talk about the new black shirt logo. If you've seen it, I have not. Oh, I'll show shows. you that. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the NFL playoffs coming up, and uh, maybe we'll do a tip jar. Rico's running on two hours of sleep, all right? We're, we'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> I did I did a little tease because I want to remind you guys. You, you remember who, who another – okay, so obviously Zach Taylor. Yeah, the, you the said coach. it, and yeah. I've been trying to think of who you're talking another, about. Another coach in that's in the playoffs this week, in the, with the, the former Husker. Is in former the, Husker. Former Husker. Okay, so player? Yeah. No, not player. No, not former playing. Player. A former yeah. player who's coaching. Yes. Okay. In the coaching community for oh. a playoff team this week. I can I get a posi- the position he played or would that give it away? Well, it is Daniel Bullock's the safety coach for the 49ers. I did huh. not know he was the safety coach for the 49ers. Yeah, he has been wow. for 4 years. Wow. Huh. That's why their safeties are so good. That is why their safeties are so <laughs> good. Do you get did you guys uh, remember Daniel Bullock's watching him play for the Huskers? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I remember I rem- the name, yeah. I don't remember him. I remember yeah. a little bit. That's sad because him and Josh Bullock's, you know, the Twins Together, that was Daniel Bullock's might be the most complete or best safety I've, I think Nebraska's had since Mike Brown. Wow, I would I would almost go wow as you're far throwing, as you're going that yeah. far. Yeah, coached the first team All Pro that was announced today. Oh, did he? the All Pros were announced yeah. today? Uh, Talanoa Hufanga. Oh, there you safety go. Coach. Yes, the All Pros. First there team you all go. Pro. The All Pros were announced today. Sauce Gardner, first rookie cornerback to ever make an All Pro team. Nice, saucy. Uh, don't, I, do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but I do think I do think it's cool just to kind of follow. You know, some of these guys. Like, I always go back to Tron Lou. Tron Lou's like an NBA guy. He might not make his way back to college, but it's worth keeping an eye on. Just you know, his career might at some point it might come back to Nebraska. It's the same thing with Daniel Bullock's. Like, you know, maybe he's an NFL guy. Maybe his resume is getting pretty good on that. You know, at that level. Um, and of course, certainly Nebraska has their guy. We just heard from yesterday defensive back coach Evan Cooper. But I always keep an eye on because there's all that you know that connection. 
You never know. It's always a chance that, you know, he's a good opportunity to come back to Nebraska at some mm-hmm. point. It'd have to be his DC though, right? He's not coming back from an NFL position coach to be probably not. Yeah, a college position coach. That's a downgrade. Yeah, well, unless Nebraska pays more, I don't know how much he gets it's paid. Still a downgrade though. Is it? You come back to be a coordinator, a head coach. But then you yeah. use those connections to get better recruits, and then you send them to the NFL. Then you feel better about yourself. And then I you don't feel know. better about everything. I don't know. And then you get paid more because you're 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 helping to create NFL talent on the roster. Then they have to pay you more, or you leave and become a defensive coordinator somewhere else. I was gonna say it always uh, always depends on your prospects too. I mean, he, he, he yeah, might yeah. he might might be moving up in the possession. He might just need a spot, and then you're like, hey, that'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But right now. That's probably not the case. He's doing great. A great defense. Uh, What do you guys think about this? It's been reported, of course, the last couple days uh, we've seen that Kevin Warren is going to take the the Bears job. And that that seemed like, okay, well, would you rather take the Big Ten, you know, have the Big Ten commissioner job or go to the Bears and be the CEO? Um, And apparently part of this move might have been that the Big Ten wasn't too interested in keeping Kevin Warren. Yeah. Uh, There's been some reports out there that Kevin Warren was nearing his uh, 18 months until the end of his current Big 12 or Big Ten deal, and uh, there wasn't much movement as far as an extension was going, at least at this point. Um, among the, the things that maybe uh, would contribute to that is uh, that Warren um, see, Warren goes out there and, and speaks for the Big Ten, and we, you know you just kind of believe him, um, was that he, he's been talking about expansion and getting to 20. Apparently, that's not a uniform decision across all Big Ten schools. That's just kind of ke- what Kevin Warren wants to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame Kevin Warren for wanting to expand because the SEC is expanding. If you want to keep pace with the SEC, you kind of have to expand before they take all the good teams. And also, a part of me feels like the the commissioners don't want to expand because then that would mean that they need to share the money with more teams. And uh, that's not what people want to do. The commissioners want to expand. The presidents. Presidents don't want to expand. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. It's a it's a sensible move to me for Kevin Warren given his NFL background, but it's a step down in job. Yeah. You're you're commissioner of the second most powerful conference. Maybe it's conference one B to the SEC's one A. It's still probably overall I'd say it's conference number two. Right. Mm-hmm. In the SEC, but still that's a more powerful, more visible job with more security than being the Bears president. Right. My thing is from the Bears though. Kevin Warren, I don't know exactly how much stake he had in it, but he helped Minnesota get a new stadium. And what's the big push, push in Chicago? Soldier Field. Yeah, I think that's which I'm kind of sad about. Part. I want to go to two a game point, at Soldier Field, and I haven't been there. Two point two billion dollar renovation proposed by the city of Chicago. <laughs> are they going to keep uh, Soldier Field though? Are they? Want, I they thought, want I, no. They want so they the city. The Arlington city Heights. wants to yeah. keep it downtown, but I guess the Bears want to move to Arlington Heights. Yeah, they already yeah. purchased the land out there. They're just getting so, everything. Yeah, so the city's like, hey, we have $2.2 billion. Look what we'll do to your stadium. Please keep Soldier Field here. And now the Bears just have had a decision to make. Um, but I, I don't like it because they're putting a roof on it. And I understand it's retractable, <laughs> but then you would definitely – like everybody's like, oh, it's a retractable roof. I'm like, no, they're going to put the roof on when it starts snowing. Like, no, that's not what you do in Chicago. You play in the snow. That's right. The NFC North can't just be a bunch of dumps. See? See? <laughs> oh Buck agrees Lambo with me. Lambo would never. Buck agrees with yeah, me. Yeah, Lambo wouldn't. Lambo wouldn't. Lambo and Soldier are the last ones. You got Ford Field that's ridiculous. and what is what is the U.S. Bank Stadium? U.S. Bank. I almost yeah. said TCF, but that's uh that's the College, Gophers. Yeah. yeah. Goofs. So U.S. Bank. Like Although TCF U.S. Bank looks real nice, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like want to go to a game there. Yeah. 
Uh, how about this, too? I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Joel Klatt, who is one of the most... Uh, uh, at least I like him one of the best. Anyways, he's one of the most respected uh, commentators on college football. Shout out to Joel. Uh, he had a, an opinion on teams that can make a big jump, which means more than four wins of what they had this year. Joel. Let's run through them here quickly. Colorado among them. Of course, they had one win last year. Oh, Not mater. surprising. It's his alma mater. He's excited about him. Um, not they, much to say there. They've got some good recruits. They can't pay Dion. They can't afford no. Dion right now, <laughs> so they're going to hopefully win some games to be able to afford his That contract. is the weirdest thing going like I'm not like I don't like Dion's there it was cool I'm done with it I don't need to talk about it anymore but this is the weirdest thing that they don't have the money to pay him is Dion working pro bono <laughs> it's weird <laughs> like is he is he getting paid like now or are they paper, like paper IOU paper yeah like yeah. how like are they are they paying him now and it's just like we don't have enough for his entire contract or how is that working like, that's my only, like, I'm not sitting here like, ha-ha, Colorado, you suck, ha Dion, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just like, bro, are you getting paid? It does help me understand their Carl Durrell hire, because when they made that hire, I was going, I don't understand, like, nobody would hire Carl Durrell. They did. Oh, like, how did that happen? They didn't have any And now it's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> but it didn't help them, because they didn't get any money. Well, it did for a year, actually. They had one good year under him, but, um, you know, obviously they're... That that's interesting because if Dion fails and they owe him a bunch of money when he leaves, I mean that's just a big gamble. We'll see what happens there. Obviously, I I, I can agree with Joel though. I mean, can't go much worse than one one win. So you know, I don't uh, like Colorado, but attention. I hope but I hope it works because I like Dion and I think it'd be fun <laughs> yeah. to have Dion right next door. I like to have I. It's like one of those deals where I like I don't like Colorado. But I like not liking Colorado. Right now, I'm at Colorado because Colorado they is suck. nothing. They're not worth attention, right? Yeah, except for when they beat us, and then you know, yeah. there's that. But uh, for the most part, like I'm, if Colorado, it's like beating. Miami. I I don't I don't really I I can never really like Miami, but I don't like them being five and sevens because mm-hmm. then me disliking Miami doesn't do anything. Like I want Colorado and USC to be a game where like I have to have to actively not like watching it because both teams are good. But I'm going to watch it because both teams are good. It's one of those where you're like, I don't know who I want to win because both are good, and like maybe one could end up in the playoff. And you're like, No, I want you to ruin this. And Colorado is actually good and can do that. Like that's what I want. Well, you got yeah. one year for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, one year for that to happen. <laughs> Quick turnaround, Dion. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Uh, other turnarounds. Uh, Joel Klatt expects um, Oklahoma, which is an interesting one, and I can kind of see that too. I like Brent Venables, uh, the higher long term. Often a new new you know new spot. Can kind of go through a rough patch the first year. Lost a lot of one possession games. Dylan Gabriel coming back, I can see it. And he he made the argument that Oklahoma is in the position that basically TCU was last year with a lot of close losses, five and seven, or, or you know close to that type of type of uh, win percentage. I don't know. Are you guys buying into Brett Venables after year is that, one? Is that an insult to TCU or an insult to OU? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell right now. By the way, also TCU is getting their offensive coordinator taken away from. By yeah, he's Clemson. going to Clemson. Yeah, shout Garrett out to Riley. Lincoln Riley's brother. Yeah, Garrett. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think Oklahoma has the talent to be good, and I think and I love Brent Venables as a coach, and I think he's fantastic, and I hate the hire because I love him as a coach, and I don't like Oklahoma. Uh, but I, I think he'll get it turned around down there. And if they if they only give him two years, I think that'd be a mistake because you got you had people like this oh, yeah. this season. They were just like, oh, well, I guess Brent Venables was a bad hire. I don't know if we're going to keep him anymore. I was like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Keep in mind that was like his dream job. He like waited he years down and years everybody. and years to get the Oklahoma job. They'll be a top half of the conference team next year. I don't know if I can get them to double digit wins though. Yeah, Texas is going to be the best team in the Big Twelve next year. 
I've heard that before. How about Texas A&M? <laughs> <laughs> Texas A&M. This was a. Well, this was one that Joel Klatt, if you like, read through the article, could tell like didn't halfway didn't even believe this one. He's like, well, this could either be boom or bust. But the interest, of course, is they brought Bobby Petrino in as offensive coordinator. He thinks oh. without the. Um, the problems that you know you're going to have being a, a, a head coach, Bobby can kind of do what he needs to do. Jimbo can get it fixed. You guys believe in Texas A&M? It's kind of hard to. It's hard not to because of how talented their roster is, but it's hard to because of how bad they were with such a talented roster. Right. It's like if you have all of that talent and you have a coach who's won a national championship before, now you've added on more you know successful head coaches if you don't pay attention well not don't pay attention if you take away the off the field stuff they were very good at coaching um it seems like they're set up to have a really good year but dang it man i just can't get behind <laughs> texas a&m with what had like they went from number one recruiting class and like ranked in the top 10 to unranked and a losing record jimbo's got three seasons now one at florida state two texas a&m where he's been top six going into the year and unranked yeah that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. That's bad. Texas A&M is Kentucky basketball. Mm. Plain and simple. Boom or yeah. bust? All the talent in the world, no scheme slash offense to show for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like, they can turn it on. They beat Alabama two years ago. They beat LSU last year. So, you know, they can, but consistently winning enough to get four more wins than yeah. last year. That's also lost, like, 20-some people. 20-some <laughs> yeah. kids that to too. the portal. Yeah, they got, they're the biggest losers in the portal. Uh, the other one, Nebraska, he predicts from four he wins does. to eight wins. <laughs> Woo! He does this every year with Nebraska. Have you noticed? <laughs> Joel Klatt is always on Nebraska. And I feel yeah. like he knows what he's doing. Oh, he doing. does know he's what like, he's doing. He's yeah. like, you know what? My profile's been a little quiet lately. Let me let me give some, <laughs> let me give Nebraska a little bit of love real quick. Get a bunch of retweets and likes. Um I don't know about four to eight, but I am hoping. Eight wins, we will. The confetti will fall yeah, from the ceiling. Statue, yeah, pretty Matt much. Rule, Matt, Rule <laughs> Matt Rule statue. statue. Matt Rule parade downtown. Yeah. Um, I am hoping and ex not ex thinking that they will get six wins at least. Eight wins seems like a lot. That does seem like a lot. <laughs> Tom Fornelli said the same thing as Joel Klatt did. Yeah, yeah. Tom Fornelli. A people in on him with yeah. his dog avatar also knows exactly what to say <laughs> to get some more retweets there was never and likes. A doubt. Listen, I, I I like the optimism. I like it from the outside. Sometimes I am a little bit wary of those uh, maybe clickbait. Um, but they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And I, I did like the one time when Joel Klatt, I think it was when they, what was it? Maybe it was a couple years ago and they competed with Ohio State. But he basically just kind of ran down the list like they have Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, Ohio State, Michigan. They're going to beat one of those teams. And it yep. was just like. Well, then they're one and four in those games. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. But everybody was like, yeah, Joe yeah. Klatt said we're going to be one of them. And I was like, well, that's that's one. And they finished three and nine and didn't yeah. beat anybody. <laughs> so he was even wrong then. But uh, never mind that. They're going to win eight games. I mean, Joe Klatt's a smart guy. He said so. Yep. So we're Joe Klatt's never wrong. Yeah, that's right. Except Obviously. for that one time. <laughs> All right. That'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler. Thank you guys for listening. Thank for Austin for jumping in. Austin Enrico will be back here for the uh, Modified Happy Hour. So it's exciting. Coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.